theoretically possible. Why waste time? But it doesn't make any sense. Discovery Houston, France to ATR. Three, two, one. Welcome to Miami. Bienvenido a Miami. Quinn, how are you doing today? Good, how are you, my love? I'm very good. We've had quite an adventure, and I'm very excited to have a little discussion about it. Me too. It's been a wild whirlwind of an adventure for sure, but... We work it, hard. We do. It was It was fun. It was very fun, and one thing that we got to do was experience Miami for the very first time. Yeah, it was a really... It was actually a really amazing city, I have to say. It surprised me in a lot of ways. Um, I'm glad that we did that podcast episode where we kind of ref- we basically just talked about what we think Miami might be like. Yeah. Um, because now we get to reflect on what it actually is like because we had never been there before. And I'll just start it off by saying, man, I love how much people speak Spanish over there. <laughs> I felt like we were, we were there and instantly. W- within like seconds when we got there, it was like, we were listening to Spanish all over, all, yeah. all around us. It was pretty amazing. Yeah. I think that because I have tan skin, instantly people think I can speak Spanish. And that's a good thing because I need to practice it more often. So force me to practice with you, my friends. Absolutely. It was definitely, it was something that we were looking forward to. We didn't know how, how much, you know, it would actually be, you know, people would actually speak Spanish, but everyone did. And it was, you know, from the TV uh, channels that we had on our hotel, mm-hmm. all Spanish speaking. It was just nice to hear it. And yeah, we did practice it a lot. And it was, it, it kind of obviously shifted our minds again towards, I mean, we've been in this situation before where we've had to speak Spanish in areas where no one speaks English. Mm-hmm. People spoke English, but a lot of people spoke Spanish as well, yeah. even, even more so um, in certain situations. So, I mean, it was definitely a place where, um, it didn't disappoint in terms of diversity and language and cultures and all that stuff. It was, to me, I learned a lot. Yeah. I learned so much. And there are so many different cultures in Miami. The diversity scale is off the charts. It is right. awesome. And partially, I mean, perhaps it was also because we've been in lockdown for a while. We mm-hmm. haven't lived in a place where there's been a lot of diversity, but it's something that we've been seeking. So I was really pleasantly surprised, I guess. What would you say that, your overall expectations were met or they were close? Because I would say we had fairly high expectations of what we expected with Miami. Mm -hmm. But overall, what's your vibe? Yeah, I think that it, I mean, I, it exceeded it. Honestly, it was, it was, well, yeah, because you think of Miami, you think of Miami beach, but there's so much more to Miami than just Miami beach. And I'm really grateful that we got to experience that as well. I mean, there was the Wynwood district. We just spoke about that. I think we're going to talk about each little place that we've been to. We will. But I I will say one thing for sure that I didn't expect that wasn't really all that great was the traffic. Traffic was crazy. It was, um, especially when you were going towards Miami beach area, that was when it got really nuts. But you know, right. I think this is something that probably every city encounters and to it's some just, degree, to the s- bigger the city, the more yeah. traffic there is. Yeah. But overall, I'm glad that you felt that it met your expectations. Absolutely. In all so we first arrived in Miami. We drove from Tampa long drive, four hours. Yeah. And I'm very glad that we drove rather than flew. Cause it just makes so much more of a hassle. We drove, we got to see the area. There's really not much around Miami when you're driving from Tampa down. The county starts and it's 
kind of swampy. There wasn't too much, a lot of bird action. It yeah. was exciting. But then all of a sudden we got towards Fort Lauderdale and instant city. Like, whoa, this is not like Tampa. Yeah. This is not like St. Petersburg, not like Oklahoma City. This is huge, very wide is what I was experiencing instantly. And we're driving through Fort Lauderdale, kind of seeing all these places that we've been looking at for a very long time. Saw the Hard Rock Hotel that's newly built, which looks like a guitar building. And it's a hotel. It's pretty amazing. And then you keep driving. Then we get to Miami. We stayed in Midtown, up Midtown. Yeah. And Upper Midtown was actually really conveniently close to a lot of the things that we were checking out. There's a lot of great restaurants. And right when I got off, the maid was speaking to me in Spanish. And I was like, oh, man, here we freaking go. This is what I've been practicing for. Very grateful. We checked into our room. Nice place, kind of simple, and we start walking around, and there's some ghetto parts of Miami, that's for sure, and I understood that we were going to see a little bit of that, but it's kind of weird how sometimes you're walking down a main road, and then all of a sudden, it changes from extravagant, Target, all the nice shops to, whoa, where the heck are we, and how did we get here? And I experienced that very quickly in Miami. Yeah, I agree. I would say that probably happens with, I mean, at least in my own experience, and I, you can you know agree or disagree, but a lot of cities are like that. Actually, it's it's interesting to see where certain places are you know gentrified or more developed, and where mm-hmm. others aren't. And um, isn't it weird how it's like such a strict line? Where yeah. Like on this corner, it's really really nice. I mean, the Upper Midtown had Target and all these all these like really nice shops and. Y- hip restaurants yeah huge apartment complexes it was all very nice and but there were certain roads i wouldn't say that there was one particular area it would be like every other street all of a sudden it changed but we also have to take into consideration that we're going into we were we're visiting a city post pandemic Mm -hmm. also i think that every city as it emerges from this um is going to look a little bit different too so obviously we don't know what it was like before but just based on our observations of being there this past week Mm -hmm. You know, it, overall, I mean, there still seems like there's there's a, a bit more development that could happen, which is kind of exciting, I think, right. too. Right, there's a lot of construction going on. There's a lot, a lot of rebuild, a lot, yeah, just, it seemed like it was a place that was burgeoning. It really was, like, a lot of people that we met, too, said, oh, I just decided this week I'm moving to Miami next month. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, this is something really interesting. It's not like they were all from one specific state or anything like that. They were from all over the country. Yeah. But they... It was fun talking and meeting with people who maybe it was their first time to Miami or maybe it was they just saw Miami in a different light this time mm-hmm. around. Yeah. And they said, you know what, this is this, I, I'm moving here. This is the place that it, I feel like I need to be. Right. So. But, so when we were walking around, we were seeing different parts where it was like really nice and extravagant. And then other parts where it got kind of got weird. And oddly enough, I think it was maybe like four days prior to us arriving in Miami. Miami was in national uh, on the national news because of a shooting that occurred. I checked out where that was located. It was quite far away from where we were. But then the day that we checked into our hotel in the same little district, a shooting happened right by PetSmart. And we walked by it, and it was all blocked off by the cops. I didn't feel, like, worried about it, but I was, like, really surprised because it actually looked like it was in a decently nice area. And... I guess it was a big welcome to the city again, Jonathan. Well, yeah, I think that it's, you know, if you haven't really been in a city for a while, you kind of don't expect those things to happen around you, A, and then B, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the truth is, is 
just because it's a nice area doesn't mean it's immune to having shootings, right. you know? I mean, that's the truth. It's not like, you know, there's kind of almost like a false sense of safety in yeah. a lot of ways with with some, um, you know, some areas. But the, tr- the truth is, is like, I mean, that's a whole nother conversation, I think, is just like what was going on there. But it's when we were walking around, I never once felt unsafe, though, I will say. Not once? I Well, no, I did actually a couple of times. <laughs> you know, one, one thing that I was reminded to with with you was when we were um, we rode the bus. And there really is no better way to really understand a city, what it actually looks like yeah. than riding a bus. Because you really get to go through all the different neighborhoods and right. see the transitions through the neighborhoods. And we did. We mm-hmm. rode the bus quite a bit. Um, but we also walked around a lot. And we I will say mostly the area that we were at, at least in Miami, it was very walkable. Yeah. Very, very walkable and really f- kind of nice to walk around. It was too. all flat too. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. There's was no hills like San Francisco or anything like that. It was, it was flat. And um, yeah, we, we really enjoyed walking over in the, I'll, I'll start with one neighborhood that we walked to quite frequently was the Wynwood art district area Mm -hmm. that was such a cool neighborhood i mean i had seen some photos like you had mentioned i think in the other episode before we went um of buildings that you know were painted really beautifully but yeah oh my god it was it was i've never been in a neighborhood with that much art yeah on on the walls like it was like everything from graffiti to actually the Buildings were painted with murals to there were outdoor museums too. I mean, it was like you were immersed instantly in this like amazing, um, I don't know, environment of, of art stimulation and creativity. And mm-hmm. it was really diverse in terms of the styles of art and stuff like that. So Very. really enjoyed that area. And there were a lot of great restaurants there too, yeah. you know, hotels. Wynwood, Wynwood's an interesting little spot. It is. In all honesty, we probably walked through Wynwood every single day. Yeah. And we purposely tried to go down a different street to ensure that we saw all the art because there was so much of it. It was bright primarily, like not a lot of dark colors. And sometimes they were just words. Other times they were really detailed, beautiful pieces. Some were very recent and up to date and you can tell based on what the pieces were. And sometimes you'd even see it all over the pathways. Like the art didn't just finish on the walls. It flowed into the streets. Yeah. And it was it was eye-opening. It was like walking through an outdoor museum every single day. Yeah. And I loved it. I really did love it. I did too. Yeah, the sidewalks had graffiti on them. You, you saw some people, uh, you know, had like stencils of whatever. They, some people had stencils of QR codes that they spray painted on the ground. And <laughs> then you would look at all the different, you know, signposts. And there were stickers everywhere yeah. too. It was just, it really... It, made me think a lot of Austin and South by Southwest in terms yeah. of like the guerrilla marketing of stickers and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But it was, and but then there were streets and street there. I think there was one main street that we walked through in Wynwood, which is kind of like on the edge of Wynwood hmm. where it was like all of the, all of the buildings were closed. Like mm. not a single shop was open, but because they were all closed, they were completely covered in art and graffiti, mm. like l- making it seem like you were literally just walking down an empty street with just closed up buildings, but the closed up buildings didn't look that sad. They, I mean, they looked, it was obvious that they were not open, mm-hmm. but I don't know whoever or whichever group came together to kind of spray paint and make that one street look as good as it could be, you know, cause one thing I was concerned about after this pandemic, obviously we all know a lot of small businesses had to close. Yeah. And so especially event locations. Exactly. Exactly. And that was pretty eye opening, I think for me, but 
mm-hmm. um, I think that Wynwood and Miami did, I don't know, did that in a way where it was, it was intriguing, but it made you think about the impact that mm. we've all felt over the last year too. Yeah. There's a couple of things I want to bring up about Wynwood. Sometimes the art was words just repeated like thousands of times on a building. And it's sometimes were very deep, meaningful pieces of terminology. Yeah. Like do what you love. And it's just repeated over and over and over again. And it, I just love the deeper messages that they had all over the place because sometimes it was visual, but other times words are just as valuable. Yeah. And I loved it. It was in a unique format where it's as if you just wrote, do what you love on a piece of paper in 12 point, uh, 12 point font yeah. over and over and over again. And you just never stopped. And you started writing all on top of what you've already written and it becomes its own like little texture. And yeah, it does. It's very be- beautiful. So that's the first thing. Second thing I want to bring up is, in Wynwood, I did notice that a lot of the buildings were quite old and not fully put together. And I think, or it just made me really curious about what Wynwood looked prior to all this graffiti being there. Yeah. Because I think that I, I tried to visualize it without the graffiti, and oftentimes it looked super ghetto yeah like the kind of place i wouldn't want you walking at night i wouldn't want to be walking at certain times of that night if it wasn't for this beautiful art that uplifted it and transformed it into a more accommodating area a place for people to relax enjoy and go shopping just based on the external designs that these street artists have put together for the pleasure of the citizens yeah it is really amazing it makes me think a lot about like berlin and and other areas where artists kind of took over an area where it seemed like it was kind of struggling but because budapest yeah and budapest exactly um and the ruin ruin bar area um it really and there was so much to do there too Mm -hmm. i mean there were restaurants bars um clubs kind of smaller clubs i'm Mm -hmm. sure that there were a lot more clubs over on miami beach which we didn't spend too much time but we did have a little bit of experience there but a lot to do and i don't know just a really fun place i mean you could just literally walk around not having any plans and you'll figure out something to do Mm -hmm. around there too is there anything you didn't like about winwood for me personally i was not the biggest fan of we've only went to a few like little drink places and checked out a few places but i was not a fan of some of the shops that they had like I'm not a all organic seven or yeah eight dollar coffee type of person, right? <laughs> and I'm also not a fan of at all of club vibe. Yeah. And there were some places that were all about the club vibe, where drinks go up to twenty dollars and for serving in a freaking plastic cup. Yeah, I know that and, was ridiculous. <laughs> and so for me, I wasn't about that scene. The streets would get like crowded with people trying to get into line. I mean, it looked like night at the Roxbury, but not my style. Like, yeah, I don't want to be in that. Yeah, I I agree with you. It definitely wasn't our style, but I appreciated how many different vibes there were. Mm. I I wasn't like you walked there and it was like you only had one choice. There were so yeah. many different, whatever your style of going out or getting a coffee was, mm. it was there, right? Mm. Like you had the club, you also had the artsy like you know, bohemian, just go and listen to poems vibe. Mm. You also had, yeah, you you did definitely have like the hipster slash organic (laughs) vegan, all of the things. If you were really, you know, picky eater or whatever. We had like a drink. What was it? It was like lavender 
coconut. It wasn't coconut. It was milk. like it was like something. It was like, cashew milk with lavender blueberry. It was crazy. <laughs> it was it was unlike anything I'd ever really tried. But you know, I think what that place, what that neighborhood really represented was just. I mean, it was a mixture of a lot of different types of cultures. Absolutely. Too. You know, it was, um, and, and you could kind of feel that vibe too. When you, when, when we met people there, it was like, they were from all over the country. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, oh yeah, born and raised in Florida, blah, blah, blah. Some were, but not many. I mean, it was mm-hmm. like people were from all over the place. Um, and that's something that I've really missed. I think that you, you and I have talked about how much we miss being in a city. And for that reason yeah. in of itself, because we also, on top of, yeah, like the club and all the other stuff that was there. Mm-hmm. You also had incubators. You also had places yeah. where people like we work. we work, you had share spaces. You had, you could really feel that this was something that is going to continue to evolve mm-hmm. in a, in a positive direction. So, agree, yeah. um, there was still some room for, for growth or evolution and whatnot. But, mm-hmm. um, one thing though, I will say that was kind of frustrating was there's like, there's a line in Miami near Wynwood where you can't ride your scooters anymore. And I'm telling you, <laughs> sometimes when our feet hurt after, you know, walking so much throughout the week, it was nice to do, you know, to have a scooter. They had them, but there were strict rules on where you could park them or not. But that's just, again, that's just kind of acclimating to the area and yeah. trying to learn about it, right? The buses were interesting. I would say that they weren't always on time, you no. know, but overall really positive. I would say I really, really liked the area. I mm-hmm. liked the people. I really liked Me meeting too. so many different types of people from different industries all over. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that was really fun. And then I'll, maybe we, we should talk about our very brief experience of uh, going to Miami beach. Yeah. Well, first off, I just want to conclude with Wynwood. I was surprised that there's very little residential area there. Oh, yeah. It's all businesses. And that was shocking because I was like, there's actually a lot of space. And the majority of the buildings are not high rises. They're maybe two-story max. And there's just so much room for apartments to be there in a place that's so hot for shared office space. I expect that we'll see that becoming a bigger thing in the near future. But at this current moment, it is primarily all about businesses. Yeah, it is. It was cool, though. I mean, it was like... I liked it. Yeah, I really, really liked it. It was definitely... If if we lived in Miami, I wouldn't mind living in that area. Or near it. Or near it, Because yeah. it's hard to find a place in that area. Yeah, yeah. But I, I really, really loved... I mean, there was one place called The Lab. Um, I think we might have talked about it in the last episode where mm-hmm. it was just... People were working all day and night. It's open 24-7. And so it was just, you definitely felt those entrepreneurial vibes there too, which was really nice. So yeah, going to Miami Beach was really interesting too. We we took the bus to Miami Beach, which I honestly, at first I was like, I don't want to take the bus to Miami Beach. That's such a long ride. But we instantly realized the traffic was so bad. Even if you took an Uber, Mm -hmm. you would have gotten there the exact same time. And it would have cost you, in all honesty, it would have cost us at least 10 times what it cost us on the bus. Yeah, the bus system, I will say the bus system, every every driver we encountered was really kind and nice Mm -hmm. and helpful in terms of, you know, it was our first time, so we were trying to navigate. Obviously, you know, the phone can tell us a lot, but sometimes it's nice to just be able to talk with the locals and they were all very kind. And so we went there and the, one of the first places we went to is we actually went and checked out a museum, which was really fun. It was very, very impressive. But right when we arrived in South Beach, it was like, boom, we are in South Beach. Yes. This is super obvious it that was, we're here. It was d- way different from Wynwood. 
like so different. way different. People yeah. were walking around just in their bikini thongs. Like it was booties out, booties out, which all right, you do your thing. Right. But <laughs> I think it was, it was instant. The, the change of, yes. of, of the culture there. And, and it was very, it was obviously more touristy. I mean, I think that's very where people touristy. go to Miami to go to Miami beach for the most part. Yeah. And it was beautiful weather while we were there. Yeah, so it was South beach to be specific. Right. And when we were leaving Wynwood, heading over there, there's one bridge that you have to go over to get directly to South Beach and the traffic was ridiculous. I'm saying we were like parked on the on the bridge pretty much. Yeah. And people were taking, you know, the side lane where if you have a, a flat tire you go in there. I saw at least like eight or nine cars just driving through it. That doesn't happen in California. I was like, I guess only in Miami. I mean maybe. I don't know. It's been a while. I think honestly, you know, people driving on the road that was a kind of a crazy experience in Miami. People are pretty wild and, right. and especially, and I understand because the traffic is frustrating. You know, right. I can only imagine having to commute and drive in that all the time. That would yeah. drive me insane. It so. would drive me insane. So we got to uh, South beach and after we noticed the different attire and just the vibe there, you look up at the buildings and the art deco is a beautiful thing. It's so cool. I loved it. It was, you got palm trees, art deco, you got the, the colors too. The colors, you like the Miami vice thing is actually real. You know, you've got the turquoise and the white and you've got mm-hmm. bright pinks. colors. You got pinks and the greens of the, you know, all the plants. It was, it was really awesome. I have right. to say, I really liked it. And I, and I'm, I'm hopeful that we'll be able to go and spend a little bit more time to really understand more of Miami beach. Cause we only spent like an evening there. We were there very quickly on a mission and we went to this amazing museum and it was unlike any museum I've ever been to. Same. It was very digital, digitally focused. So it was basically one of the first museums to really um, have an exhibit that was solely digital Mm -hmm. and they designed, they like redesigned that art, uh, that museum they have different rooms, but they, it was so interesting. So yes, it was very <laughs> NFT focused. Okay. Yeah. So it was non-fungible token focused. And we were there basically to look at what was, what was there, these NFTs that yeah. this, this artist had partnered with this museum to kind of create an experience. And it was, it was one of the first times of so fun. Cause one of the first times that we actually got to experience what it would be like to have, uh, to be immersed into a world of NFTs. Yeah. And so you walk in and it really was an experience. It was engaging. There were some AR aspects of it where you would, you know, stand in front of what looked like kind of like a mirror or a screen. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden the, uh, the technology would pick up on your silhouette and mm-hmm. you would actually be put into the thi- into well the actual art, um, piece. art piece, which was cool. There were also, when you walked through some certain, um, hallways mm-hmm. the hallways were black except for they had a little bit of light and then down below that's where the art was actually moving yeah it was being projected it was like holograms oh, it was all so around. cool and then the my favorite one was there's this back room surrounded by screens the whole thing from floor to ceiling everything was screens a few mirrors but you're sitting there and you're literally inside of the art yeah and it's occurring in full 360 around you and you feel like you're a part of it because it's everywhere that you could possibly see you're in it and it was it was actually it was really powerful the focus of the art was on the black lives matter movement and it was a blend of artists uh some were poets some were digital artists coming together to kind of share this story this vision for the future and it was you felt it you really did that's it was a visceral 
reaction that we both had, especially in that big room. So you walk in and it's this big dark room. The floor is black, but it's like a reflective like material on the floor. And you just have basically two rows of, I think, two or three benches mm-hmm. for at least two people to sit down. And you're just supposed to sit there. Like, yeah. and, just, and it was an immersive experience that unlike anything I've ever really had with digital art because the screens, the the walls did not look, it wasn't like they had a bunch of TVs. It's Mm -hmm. not like they had a bunch of screens. The the digital walls were seamless. There was like, you couldn't see that it was, there was no lines. lines. You really just felt all of a sudden, and the longer you sat in there, and the audio sound was amazing too. Mm -hmm. The more you sat in there, the more you just, you you felt it. And that was um, really powerful because it's very different. You can't get that with a canvas painting. No, you cannot. Right? I mean, the Louvre really does. The Louvre in Paris, the, the, I, it's one of my favorite museums in the world, obviously. But you sit there and there's nothing, nothing moves. You yeah. just have to sit there and watch it. And look, when yeah. you were in that room, man, the things were moving. You could go, you could turn your head at any angle and it was a little bit different. It was mm-hmm. constantly moving and changing. And there was a beautiful poem and it had music. It was just, it was unbelievable. So we were really grateful that we got to go there and mm-hmm. experience that. It was, just, it was it was pretty incredible how moving it was. I was very surprised. Yeah, I agree. And they, they're having that exhibit until I think November 6th. So if you want to go check it out. Mm-hmm. Our tech house. Yeah, our tech so house. So we also left South Beach. And when we were walking through, this was the other big surprise for me, was there is a lot of residential area there. I thought that South Beach was going to be primarily businesses like Wynwood. But the places that we saw were not high rises. They were actually like two or three story apartments. And I, I don't know why. I always thought South Beach, because if you look at it on a map, it's, it's like a little island. I always thought that it was going to be all filled with just businesses and clubs and businesses and clubs. But that's only a few of the streets that yeah. are closer to the beach. Yeah, the main roads were definitely that. They weren't residential. But, mm-hmm. you know, of course, this is also the caveat. We didn't go everywhere around nope. the Miami Beach. But in the area that we were at, it was cool to see that there were several apartment complexes that, you know, I mean, they seemed like they were like from like the 70s or 80s. Or, mm-hmm. you know, they, they were relatively old, but not beat up or anything like that. They didn't look bad didn't look ghetto either no not at all it was just um you know kind of older um older structures but people live there like people normal people with dogs and you know jobs and stuff like that were just you know living there and you you could hear the different languages um, being spoken around and it was really pleasant to walk around in the residential areas too i mean Mm -hmm. the main areas obviously it's where most people are but if you go down the side streets there are also lots of really cool like little cigar restaurants or lounges and restaurants and bars and stuff mm-hmm. in residential areas sometimes. really local yeah exactly really local vibes and we definitely felt um in some areas we were like man this definitely does feel like we're in like a nice area of like central america too you know which was kind of cool it was very yeah. tropical and, and i love whatnot. the plants yeah it's odd how much i appreciate the plants yeah here. <laughs> but we did end up going to um this one area too that was kind of as we were going back towards our hotel mm-hmm. um we got to see um we got to uh, touched the Atlantic water, which I was excited yes. about. We got to be on a beach and it was a beautiful area because it is kind of amazing. There's a beach and then there's, it, when you're there at night, mm-hmm. which we were, the skyline was mm. so cool. Yeah. It was like, wow, this is so beautiful. You really do, you, you can it's only really appreciate city. it when you're on the beach, the water's reflective, it's beautiful and warm. You're outside sitting on the sand and you see this amazing city skyline in front of you. It was pretty 
pretty powerful. It was it was something that I'll always remember. It was Me very too. nice. And so overall, what was your vibe with Miami? It met your expectation. It possibly exceeded it. Yeah. But did you think was was it everything you thought it was? Is there anything you didn't like? Just concluding thoughts. Well, I mean, I would say that it was definitely um, a bit pricier than most of the areas that I've experienced in Florida. Mm-hmm. But I think that's the city premium, right? right? Like it's basically you kind of you kind of know that wherever you are in the city, mm-hmm. wherever you are. Like if you're living in Thailand and you live in Bangkok, there's a premium to live in the city in the heart of Bangkok, right? Yeah, for sure. And so it's the same thing with Miami. So I I wasn't surprised by that, mm-hmm. um, but there. I think overall, it's. I would say it's very positive okay. for me. I would say that it's certainly a place I could see us living at some point. Hmm. I think that it was, um, you know, it was just, it, it definitely met all my expectations. Mm. And I'm excited to explore more. I know that we were there for a week, which is a good amount of time. But I also know that we didn't see it all yet. Yeah, it's huge. But I'm grateful that we did because honestly... You know, the stereotypes that everyone has of every of, of a country, of a city, of a town, of a region, of a state or whatever, um, st- those stereotypes sometimes are hold up as true. And I would say some of them that we had were true. I mean, yes, we saw lots of exotic supercars. We saw, mm-hmm. you know, girls in, in bikinis all over South of Miami Beach, you know, <laughs> which was. You know, but this is the, the thing is, though, is the more you explore an area, the more you realize there are so many different neighborhoods. It's not right. just those stereotypes. Yeah. Right. Usually stereotypes come from like movies, songs or whatever. <laughs> um, and I'm just grateful that we got to go see it. And I'm excited to go back. Yeah. soon. I like the city a lot. Me like too. the city of Miami and cities in general. Yeah, and me so too. it was nice being being in it. It okay. was. It was refreshing. It really was. It was invigorating. Lots of energy. Good vibes there. So highly recommend going to Miami if you can. Um, and we look forward to speaking with you all tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye.